0: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome into the Hoop Ball Celtics podcast presented by Hoop Ball. I am your host, Patrick Lounsbury. You can also find the show on Twitter at Hoop Ball Celtics. And you can also get some updates on when new shows drop, and yeah, get a lot of good Celtics content out there. You also can find me on Twitter at BallinOpinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S. Yeah, that's Ballin hoop, uh, Hoopball Celtics, and also at BallinOpinions on Twitter. All right, guys, we're we're here with you after a one thirteen to one oh eight loss to the Dallas Mavericks at home, Boston Celtics again. Waiting till the last minute to really put on any type of effort, and you know, and I think the Celtics fans are really tired of it. So normally in the show, I'd I'd go through the good, the bad, and some final thoughts, and I, I'd even go into some pregame notes going into the night's game, which I, I'll still do some of that stuff. But it's going to be a lot less scripted tonight, just because I I just want to hit on a lot of points, and I I feel like just need to be more raw out there with emotions and how I feel about the whole situation right now so I mean going into tonight's game Luka came in he's he's leading the he's fourth in the league in in points per game at 28.5 and he just obliterated us tonight Luka Doncic was hitting shots that even like when good defense on him didn't even matter he was just doing Luka things and I'll say this about Luca is he is definitely a top five to top ten player in today's league. I think you can make it arguable in the top five, but I think it's unarguable that he is a top ten player. The way that he's able to create for his own teammates and the ability he has to get a bucket whenever he wants is really a big time threat. And he's just so crafty, man. Like this dude was hitting stupid shots, like really stupid shots. Doesn't matter. Person all in on him. He's three feet off the three point line. Swishes home. Bam. Uh, See, Luca had a total of thirty six points on eleven of fifteen shooting, seven of eleven from the free throw line, which I think is one of his weakest points of his game. Is his free throws. Which is surprising because he's such a good shooter. Normally like they're also good at the free throw line. And he also shot a total of 7 3-pointers out of 11 made. Like He made 7 out of 11 shots. That's insane. He could not miss. That bucket was wide open for him. Porzingis had an okay game. He, he really got most of his points when the Celtics ended up getting a guy switched onto him and he just took advantage. No Robert Williams tonight due to a late um, non COVID related illness issue. No Thompson still in safety protocols. No Romeo Langford who is working his way back from. He's just getting into some conditioning. He's out of his safety protocol situation now, but they just want to get his conditioning up before he gets game actions. And even when he gets into game action, he's only going to get a limited amount of minutes. So we're looking out for that in the future. Um, And then Semi Ojale is still out with that hip injury that he sustained a couple games ago. Um, Going into tonight's game as well, the the Mavs ranked 22nd in overall defense in the league going into tonight's game. And I I wanted to point that out because, because there was just moments in this game where I was just like, why are we settling so much and not attacking a team that's really bad? On defense and I'll give the Celtics credit in this sense that a lot of their three-point shots tonight in that first half even though they weren't making them they were pretty open so I'll give them that they were open but when you miss as consistent as you did they made a total of four three-pointers in that first half They took more three-point shots than the maps. There's got to be a point. If you start off that game and you're like, all right, cool, we're four of 12, guys. We're not really hitting the threes right now. Let's try to get something on the inside. That's what you should do instead of being like, yeah, let's just shoot ourselves out of this from three. Let's just keep chucking up shots and hoping that they drop. No. Get to the paint. See the ball go through. Get free throws. Something. Because, I mean, Jesus, man. four. Of twenty four at halftime, that's sixteen point seven percent on threes. Uh, it was atrocious to watch. I was very disappointed to see that. They also were a total of thirty four percent from the field, sixteen of forty seven. It's like, can you can you get a basket? Like, what what was going on there? the The Celtics team looked really sluggish and not engaged. the The lack of energy and effort. Was very clear to start off the game. And it's just been kind of crap lately. Um, It's something that Celtics fans aren't happy with. The thing I think Celtics fans are the most unhappy about this team right now. Is that when they lose. They're not losing playing Celtics basketball. And what does Celtics basketball mean? It it means that you have that grit. That grind you know, to your game. Where it's like you're getting into players. If they're going to beat you. They're going to have to work hard and beat you. Not... There was moments in this game where I felt like there was a moment where Jalen Brown uh, got trapped in the corner and Kemba Walker was at the top of the key in between the half court and the three-point line. And Jalen Brown is struggling and needs to find an outlet pass and Kemba just stands there. And then Jalen Brown tries to throw it to Kemba who then eventually takes a step towards him as he's in the middle of his throwing motion and it's just an easy interception by the person who is guarding Kemba. And it just shows us, like, all right, where's that effort to, like, go and help your teammate out? Where's that effort to get open, make help, help your teammate get that easy pass and, and really reset the offense? And it's like, it's not there. It didn't seem like he cared. The team doesn't seem like they care. Although they do show spurts of it, which is the most frustrating part. Because it's like, why are we only getting this effort in spurts? So we know the effort's there, but we're getting it in spurts? Kind of weird. Because I I think as a fan, you'd be able to be like, all right, we're losing, and we just don't have effort. We just got to change some personnel stuff as far as moving forward next year, get some guys who are going to be more motivated, some more veterans around here, blah, blah, we good. But then you see this team, and you're like, they play 12 to 14 minutes of really inspiring basketball where they're really putting in initial effort. And then you're like, wow, this team could be really good. And then the rest of the game they're playing with no intention to do anything. Like, they they don't care. They don't want to play hard or anything like that. And it's just it's aggravating. It pisses me off, and I think it's pissing off everybody as a Celtics fan because we're seeing flashes of potential, but we're not getting the consistency of that potential. I will give the Celtics this. They were missing Robert Williams tonight. Which was a, a huge hit. So Mo Wagner ended up starting the game, who only played 16 minutes. Uh, Evan Fournier finally got his first bucket as a Celtic. Um, so that was nice. Swished home a nice jump shot there in the first quarter. Uh, just you no know, zero point from him tonight, although he still only chipped in six points on three of six from the field and 0 of 02 from deep. So we're, we're definitely expecting a bit more than six points out of a guy who's playing 31 minutes and was just averaging 19 points on the Magic. the Magic. I'm not expecting him to get a, a bunch of shots, but he only took six. So I'd like to see him get a little bit more engaged on the offensive side. We didn't just get you over here to shoot six shots a game. We need you to take like 12 to 14. There's no reason that... Cornette, Lou Cornette took five shots in 16 minutes, and Fournier took six shots in 31 minutes. So Cornette over here took damn near the same amount of shots in half the amount of minutes. So I I just want to see Fournier get more comfortable as we go on. I thought the only player on the Celtics, actually I'll correct myself there. There There's three players I thought that, that played particularly well. I don't even give an honorable mention, to a fourth one. Jalen Brown always seems to play well against the Mavericks. He was the leading scorer for us in the earlier matchup against the uh, Mavericks when Luka ended up hitting two big shots down the stretch to seal that game. And I love that Jalen Brown came back, especially after having that hip contusion and missing last game. He was good, aggressive. Um, I love the way Jalen Brown is just initiative with the basketball. He didn't settle a whole bunch, but he did settle more than I wanted him to. He took 11 three-pointers and hit four of them, Um, but he was 9 of 17 from the field. He had 24 points and was second on the team in points. And Another person who I thought was really good tonight was Marcus Smart. Defensively especially, he was the reason that we kind of sparked back into the game late in that third quarter and then really into the fourth quarter he he turned it up a notch and the intensity rose and he lifted his teammates around him and they were able to make a strong push there to even have a chance which is crazy that they had a chance in this game after being down from over 20 points so it it was insane that they were able to come back but that's the thing you know we get those glimpses of this potential of what they are and it's just like wow cool yeah we we see the potential but can you be more consistent can you not go down 20 and then like it's a close game and next thing you know you guys turn it up a notch and you guys blow out the team by 15 or 20. that's what we should be seeing even against a team like the mavericks i uh, i thought smart though was so great that they schemed uh chris taps off the court late in that game uh, chris Porzingis didn't play in the last two minutes because the celtics went completely small which i actually thought they would go small I looked at the lineup and I was like, all right, no Robert Williams. The closing lineup's gotta be Kemba, Smart, Jalen, Jason Tatum, right? Like in Fournier. That's gotta be the closing lineup. You put Marcus Smart on the center, and you just say, All right, let's call it. Let's call it a game here. Now, you know, Tatum guards the four, Jalen Brown guards the three, Fournier guards the two, and Kemba the one. Boom. You know, and that's what they ended up doing, and they that unit actually looked really solid down the stretch. And gave them some chances, and they had a, a few open looks, also in that fourth quarter, and they just didn't hit their shots on some of them. And ultimately, they ended up coming out with, uh, you know, a loss, five point loss. Uh, but they did show some fight there at the end. And I'm tired of it being encouraging because it's so consistent that they only play fourteen to sixteen minutes of, you know, intense basketball. And that's why I'm no longer like, wow, this team has a lot of potential, blah, blah, blah. No, forget that. I want consistency from that. Like, I don't care. I really don't care now. Like, cool, you showed some fight. You showed some fight, like, all season now. But you wait until you're down 20 to fight. Why don't you fight out the gate? Do we have to put negative 20 on the scoreboard to start the game for them to think that they're down 20 so they come out hotter? Like, what wh- what's the solution here? Is it Brad Stevens? Like, does Brad not... Is he... Is his rotations just off and not letting them get into that rhythm? Like, um, I don't know. Because, like, Wagner started tonight's game, and I thought that was kind of weird. <sighs> I thought, personally, that my starting lineup would have been Kemba Walker, Smart, Jalen Brown, Fournier, and Tatum. And just said, all right, cool. I'm going to put Smart on your center. And... You don't have any post, real post center that's going to be able to get advantage on Marcus Smart. And I just would have played small ball. I would have pushed the pace hard, and I would have schemed off the big men off the the Mavericks court. They, they wouldn't have been able to keep the bigs in because of how fast the transition would have been for the Celtics. But instead, we got Wagner. We got 16 minutes of it, and it took a little bit before Brad um, Bradstin was like, All right, yeah, maybe I should definitely... Uh, to uh take take these take these guys out and put in a smaller lineup. The smaller lineup was more effective. And I think they really missed the Robert Williams tonight, especially was being able to take the top off of the defense and, and being a lob threat to open up some things because you know Wagner's not that, neither is Cornette. You know, they're both they're both stretch bigs that that aren't really solid on the inside. So no solid inside threat. Um and I, I will say this, uh, too, is that I, li- I like Peyton Pritchard's minutes tonight. He did only play 16 minutes. But he had a crucial point in that first quarter where he kind of brought the Celtics, you know, from, like, really drowning. And he just came in and he hit, like, a solid few shots. And then next thing you know, the Celtics had a nice little nine zero push for about a minute and a half stretch that showed effort, you know. And, and then it's... <sighs> it's like it's moments like those is like why is it we're depending on a rookie to show effort like that's got to come from the top and those are my three guys and the fourth guy i will honorably mention is kevin walker and people will be like oh blame kevin because he was 7 of 19 that's not terrible he was not he was not terrible from from the field yeah he shot two of nine from deep But he had 22 points, and he still got 6 assists, which was second most on the team. Smart had 7 with 17 points and 7 assists. So I just wanted to shout out Marcus Smart for that. And people might be wondering, like, whoa, what about Jason Tatum? Why wasn't he uh, one of your top three guys? Blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. And this might be a take that a lot of Celtics fans aren't going to like. But let's be real. Jason Tatum is the best player on a team that just was in the Eastern Conference Finals. We are having leadership issues of not being able to get the whole team to play with effort and energy. Why the hell in the first half did Jason Tatum settle so much for jump shots and not be aggressive and, and really put the team on his back, or at least like find open people and cutters, and get on his team and be like, yo, let's let's get to the let's get to the rim, let's get to the rim. What is up with all these settled shots and jump shots? It was just terrible. That's not something I want to see from him. I need Jason Tatum to take that initiative to really attack. I I wish that Tatum had more of Jalen Brown's play style. And the reason I say this is because I think. Tatum is so good at finishing at the rim and and being able to attack defenses on the inside, but he just doesn't do it enough. And he started too late in that third quarter and then in the fourth quarter. But at that point it's like why you wait until you're down 15, 20 points to go and get these easy two-pointers, you know? Like if you were in the beginning of the game, going and attacking the rim and then also the team goes up by like 15 or 20 then i would be expecting the team to be selling for three pointers trying to get themselves back into the game i'd be like oh yeah, yeah that makes sense you know they've been trying to get to the rim but it hasn't been working tonight and now they're down a, a bunch and they're trying to settle f- for jump shots they're trying to see if something works there's a different narrative to starting the game attacking the rim not working so you then you start trying to shoot your way back into it rather than i'm trying to shoot my way into a win it's going bad and now i'm attacking the rim it's just kind of weird that way and i'm holding jason tatum accountable because he was a big example of not really attacking and being very stagnant he had a lot of moments where he just would do a lot of his dribble 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 iso and settle for a jump shot and i'm not okay with that I'm going to vocalize that, and I don't think Jason Tatum is a bad player. No. This is me looking at Jason Tatum and going, you're so freaking good, but you put a cap on yourself. You literally bottle cap your own abilities because you are being i wouldn't want to say lazy but it's like you're, you're selling so much that we don't get to see the tatum that can just drive in and take over and get yourself going uh, even like a bucket or two on the inside get yourself going it will also put a threat on the defense and there'll be a lot more concentrated on you opening up more things for your teammates Next thing you know, you drive and two people collapse on you, and then you get find a cutter for an easy layup or, some, or like, easy, easy shot. Like, it just opens up more for you. So we got to start playing from the inside out, not the outside in. I definitely think that that should be more of an initiative. And I think that's what Brad Stevens want, but for some reason the Celtics aren't executing it. And that makes me go into the point of, like, okay, what what about Brad Stevens? Like, does this team still trust in Brad Stevens? And that's an honest question. I think Brad Stevens is a wonderful coach, and I'd love for him to be the coach of the Boston Celtics for a long time and continuing on. However, when things are are bad on the effort standpoint, that has to be looked at from the players to the coaches. Everybody's accountable. And Brad Stevens is the head coach of the Boston Celtics. So he's at the home of the effort issues. And it's just like you you could definitely get a part of the blame. What's going on with your team? Why is why is it lacking this leadership skills? What's going on? What are they not running the plays that you're setting for them? Are your plays set to get open jumpers or are you trying to attack the paint? What's going on right now? You know, like there has to be something some type of accountability that's going towards Brad Stevens and the Celtics overall because this team is twenty three and twenty-five now. They're past a the halfway point and I understand that they haven't been healthy most of this year. I understand that they've had a lot of missed games from their star players and COVID issues. They've actually led the league in most uh, minutes or most games missed from COVID abs- absences. The Boston Celtics have, and it's not even close. So, and I, I don't really care about that because it's like, I would, I'm okay losing. And that's going to be weird to hear, but I'm okay losing if you're playing hard. If we're missing a bunch of guys and you're playing hard and we're losing, I can tilt Manhattan and be like, they, they, they're low, you know, they don't got enough people right now. They're they're shorthanded, and they just went out there, and they busted their ass, and they made it a good game, and ultimately didn't have anything left in the tank at the end, and they lost it. But it's frustrating because I'm going into these games, and we're going down 20, and the body language is terrible, and you're looking at people, and you're going, like, there's no effort, no effort. And the next thing you know, after being down, like, 20 points, they, they look a little embarrassed, and all of a sudden, the effort comes back. What are you waiting on? Like, you are, li- like... <sighs> This team is literally in, uh, let me double check so I don't be wrong. Yeah, they're in the 8th seed right now. Boston is in the 8th seed. They're going to be in games at this point. Yeah, I get it that they're only like two wins away from turning it around and, and being at the 4th seed, but okay. Why, why why are you dangling there, though? You, this team should have already been at that 4th seed and had it secured the Celtics have to find a way to turn this around and during this stretch at home this was this is a part of a seven game home stretch where they only got one back-to-back night and they need to take advantage to to get some ground and get some cushion into this Eastern Conference uh, standings and right now they're just losing a lot of games that are just like what the what the hell you know like what are you doing what's going on here this isn't acceptable like you're, you've been losing to teams like the Memphis Grizzlies, and now you're losing to a team like the Mavericks. I'm not saying the Mavericks are bad, but I think the Boston Celtics talent-wise are better. Outside of Luka, we have better players, and it's refreshing. I think we have it goes Luca, and then what do you got? You got Tatum, you got Brown, you got Kemba. Like, uh, like who does who does Luca have? He has Kristaps Porzingis, right? And and then who else do you have after that? not really nobody so it's like how are we losing to these teams i don't understand how are we letting this like our effort has to be better we have to be more consistent with our play and it's it's just been ultimately frustrating and there's a lot of accountability that has to go down right now and i want to see effort that's all i want to see i want to see them play celtics basketball i want to see them get into people i don't want to watch shooters get warm-up shots and warm-up looks put your body on their body and make them work to get to their spots even if they don't have the ball I make them feel you every time they move you step in front of them make them make them go around you make them go through you something man make contact all the time push 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 on ma- on misses make sure you grab that ball and you push in transition on your misses make sure you run back and get in position so you can have good defense like effort man the effort has to be there it starts at the point that's like Jason Tatum, you got to have leadership. Jalen Brown's called himself out for it as well. Have that leadership. Yelling—I don't care at this point. If you got to yell at each other, I'd rather see yelling at each other and then like you guys pick things up rather than you guys just be like, "Yeah, we're just trying to work it out. We think we're better than this. Yeah, we're disappointed too." Cool. Um, You can say all you want, but when I'm watching you on the court, your actions are speaking louder than your words right now, and your actions suck. Your actions are literally. Give me the language that you don't want to be out there and playing, and I don't care whatever else you say around that. Like, oh, we are trying, blah, blah. I don't care. Like, you are putting out a product right now. I am watching. I am watching you guys participate on the court and, and going against these teams, and you are not playing with any intensity. I don't care what you are saying at this point about oh, we are trying, we are getting our intensity. So, as far as that goes, um, I really just want to. Look forward to Celtics trying to get more effort out of each other, man. Um, we got to hopefully that Tatum's leadership grows through the rest of the season. Jalen Brown grows leadership-wise the rest of the season, and we can get ourselves into a better position for the playoffs in the postseason when it comes up and ultimately have an opportunity to to make a push in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, at this point, it doesn't make us feel 100% comfortable with how the team has been playing, um, the good thing is the Celtics play the thirteen and thirty-four Rockets on Friday, which should be a turning point as the Rockets aren't very good this year, and they're in full-blown tank mode, and they should be able to come away with victory. Celtics are still at home, and they they better they just they got to show up don't take them for granted come out swinging put them away fast and early and then get your stars some some more rest you know um you got the hornets also on sunday and then you, you got tuesday and wednesday they are back-to-back next week so the more rest you can get going for that back-to-back is going to be better for the boston celtics but as far as that goes we're just going to wrap it up here um, thank you all for coming in and stopping by at the hoop ball celtics podcast you can find us on twitter at hoop ball celtics for anything celtics related on all your celtics news and also for any more episode drops you can also find me personally at ball and opinions that's b-a-l-l-i-n-o-p-i-n-o-p-i-n-s all right but thank you guys all for stopping by please if you have time go rate and review the show And, yeah, uh, I'll see you guys next episode. All right. See you.